Welcome to Heartfelt Awakening Radio. I am your host, Denny Van. I am so excited to be talking about today's topic. Today, we're going to be talking about an NLP hack to shut off the mind. That's right. This hack I learned as an advanced practitioner. So I have my master's NLP and I didn't learn it until the master's part of the training. It's like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have known this hack a long time ago. So in this hack, I'm going to be showing you or telling you, explaining to you the two steps involved in this hack. In order to shut off the mind, and you know, we really can't shut off the mind completely. Really what we're doing is we're giving the mind a backseat. So the first thing we have to come to terms with is number one. This is the number one rule you have to remember with this hack. And actually remember this rule from here on out. Listen up. Number one rule for this hack. You are not your mind. So our mind tells us things all the time. And the more our mind is in chatter mode, usually, um, like for me, it's when I want to go to sleep, right? So it's very important to have a bedtime routine so that we get into the space of the mind taking a back seat and then getting into sleep mode. So self-care and morning routine, daily routine, evening routine, before bed routine is so important for your body rhythms. But with this number one rule, you are not your mind. So if you are not your mind, sometimes the mind can become so overwhelming. And, you know, um, this has been my number one complaint with clients and the people around me that their mind is going nonstop. There's so much happening. Oh my gosh, I can't stop watching the news. I can't stop YouTubing. I can't stop TikToking. I can't stop. I can't stop. I can't stop. And the mind is just going nonstop. And then you try to sleep. And so how many of us are not getting the much needed deep sleep? How many of us are caffeinating ourselves so much <laughs> that we are not allowing the body to go into deep restful states? And in these deep restful states, this is where healing happens. So if we're not going into these states, we're not getting the deep cellular healing that could be happening within the body. I mean, just take a look around. <laughs> How can you? I mean, especially if you're if you're looking at the news. So in this state, n- number two, you got to become aware. So once we become aware, oh, wow, there goes my mind and I was going right there with it. And now you become aware. This is the next step. Step number two, you become aware. It's the hardest, easiest thing to do, right? It's like, oh, why did I do that? You know, just become aware. Easier said than done. But then once you realize and you practice this awareness of how your body's reacting when you're in the mind as opposed to awareness that you are not the mind, where are you now? So in this next step, what we are doing is we're making the subjective objective. We use the pain scale. 
So you now aware, oh my gosh, there goes the mind. I'm not my mind. Now you're aware. Now check in. Where are you on quote unquote the pain scale? Zero, no problem at all. I got this. I let it go easy. No worries. I can get right back to my aim, my focus, awareness, and attention. Zero. Or 10. I can't shut it off. I can't sleep. I can't stop thinking about it. I'm looping. I'm worried. I'm unable to eat or I'm eating everything in sight or I'm hoarding or whatever behavior you're doing, addictive behaviors, you're smoking, you're drinking, you're porning, what you're sexing, whatever it is, whatever those addictive behaviors that begin to emerge when you get into this cycle of this mind tsunami where the nervous system is in constant chronic fight or flight mode. You're in a 10 right there. So take a moment, check in. Where are you right now? Once you check in and put a number to it, you begin to shift from subjective, meaning I am my mind, I'm in my mind, I'm reacting to my mind, my body's reacting, my world is reacting, everything is reacting, you're in it, or you become aware and you make it objective by putting a number on it. It's an eight right now. So if you use the pain scale, and hospitals use this, it's a way of measuring and making the subjective objective. So if you tell me you're at an eight, I know from experience an eight is pretty darn painful. Give me the pain meds now, right? So you're in a state of needing something right now in order to reduce that pain. Now, you put the number on it. You made the subjective objective. Now here's the hack. Once you have that foundation and that framework, Here is the hack. In NLP, we use the nervous system. NLP meaning neuro-linguistic programming. So I am a professional linguist and language and also the study of the nervous system as a massage therapist licensed And combining that and using the body with language and neural programming, we are able to put the mind in the back seat. Now, here's how you do it. By using our five senses, because our five senses are constantly going out. So, hey, why don't we use that? So, we'll use three of the five senses. Now, here's the thing. If you're lucky enough to have all five senses, focus on three of them. And it doesn't matter what three you focus in on. We just want to activate three of your five outgoing nervous system extremities, what we're putting out, what we're seeing, what we're hearing, what we're smelling, what we're tasting, what we're feeling. So you're in a situation, you've been watching TV, you're in a panic mode, something's happened, something's going on in your life, whatever, you're in high states, okay? 
It is so important for your body to reduce the neurochemicals, the neurotransmitters that create fight and flight, adrenaline. So when you're in a constant state of adrenaline, you can begin looping in what you're thinking, what you're hearing, what you're tasting, what you're smelling. So when you're able to focus in on three of those five, take a moment. Now, this is going to take awareness because our habit is to react somehow. It's to smoke. It's to go on Facebook. It's to do whatever that addictive dopamine hit is. And it doesn't matter. It's human behavior. There's no guilt or shame here. This is how the body works. When you understand how your machine works, now you can make conscious choices because before they were unconscious choices, right? You didn't understand why your nervous system was going after things that you know are bad for you. So this is what we have to do to reverse this. We must focus in on three of the five senses. For example, you're hit. You're at an eight. You become aware. Oh my gosh, I'm at an eight. You just made the subjective objective. Now, focus in on three of the five senses. Some people like to look at something. It's best to look at a spot on the wall, something that you can comfortably look at straight ahead and maybe even no more than 45 degree angle above ahead of you. The further away, the better. And you're able to just gently focus in on that. And you find yourself maybe looking away and you might catch yourself and bring your visual nerve. Now we're tapping into the visual nervous system, the occipital nerve. And stay there. Keep your focus, awareness, and attention on what it is you're looking at. Now engage the second. Doesn't matter what it is. It could be a sound. Now don't focus in on just any sound, a random sound. You want to listen for a constant hum. Or if you experience tinnitus or tinnitus, that constant ringing in the air, let's use that. Focus your attention on it, the auditory nerve. Be with it. Gently listen to it. Focus in on it. And if you hear something else and your attention goes away, bring it right back to that sound. Whatever it is you're focusing in on. And remember, you're also focusing in on that visual now pick a third. doesn't matter what it is. Some people like to smell. They'll use essential oils. Some people might like to hold crystals in their hands or their hands on their laps or their hands in prayer. And they'll focus in on the feeling of the hands touching each other and the warmth of them and the energy moving between the hands. Whatever three you choose to decide to focus in on, focus in on it now. That's right. Very good. And you'll notice. Your mind might not have completely shut off, 
but it's kind of taken a back seat. And you know how we like, don't like, you know how we don't like backseat drivers, right? We tend to ignore them, or at least I do. But it's in a quieter position. The mind knows its place now. It's not in the driver's seat anymore. While you are still focused in on the three senses you chose to focus in on and just relax into them, all three. Thanking the ability to see that spot. Thanking the ability to hear that sound. To smell that. Whether you're actually smelling it or imagining that you're smelling it. You can do it. Imagine that you're smelling a rose right now. Did you smell it? That's right. You have that power. And imagine that you're tasting a lemon right now. What just happened? Did you suddenly create more saliva in your mouth? That's right. You don't have to actually taste it. This is the power you have to remind the mind that its place is in the back seat, not in the driver's seat. That's right. You got it. And with that, use this tool. And I want to hear from you. I want to know how you're doing. I want to know how you use the tool. Yes, it's going to take time, practice, patience with yourself. And you know what? You only need two minutes. Two minutes. You can put the phone down for two minutes. You can go inside for two minutes. You can do it. Excellent. So I want to hear from you. In the meantime, like, subscribe, share, leave a comment because I will be answering comments. I want to know what you loved about this and I want to know what you would love more of. And in the meantime, you know what to do. Yeah. Keep being amazing. Yeah.